Welcome to the Wolf and Bull Podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood wolf. And with me, I have my beautiful co-host. I'm an unfriendly, non-neighborly bull. My exact opposite. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. And we are a podcast that is about captivating conversation, fresh and new business ideas, and interesting guests. And today we have a very special episode in store for you today. That was a weird way to say episode, but I guess it's the word. Episode. Tomato, right? tomato. <laughs> Just before we jump into the episode, quick reminder, if you happen to like our content, you can find it on Instagram at the Wolf and Bull. It'll pop up right here. We're also on YouTube. We're also on Patreon and we are on Rumble. So all that information will be in the content and description below and it will be on the beautiful screen in front of your face. This episode is brought to you by Americano Ammunition Coffee, serving true American patriots the means to defend their freedom one caffeinated caliber at a time. Make sure to visit their website, ammoandcoffee.com, and grab yourself a bag of their amazing coffee beans. Or, if you happen to be in the Arizona area, visit their shop in Queen Creek. Make sure to mention the Wolf and Bull, and you'll get 25% off your order. Oh! Go to ammoandcoffee.com, or I'll attack you. I'm Murphy. We're talking about something that has kind of been with the Wolf and Bull family for a little bit of time now, and it's the Americano Ammunition Coffee family and brand. And joining us in the studio is their esteemed owners, Kevin and Sydney Valentine. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Thank you. <laughs> Good. And we're, we're glad to be back. Um, it's been about a year, so mm-hmm. it's been... God, has it been that long it really already? Has. Yeah. Wow. It was December last year. I know now, I cannot imagine how many coffees I've had between then and now. Good. Yeah. From your <laughs> Lots of caffeine. Lots, Lots. of caffeine. Lots. I was reading something uh, on, online the other day uh, about, specifically in re- relation to research in this episode, 400 million cups of coffee are drank a day by Americans. Wow. Four really? It's, it's the number million one, if we want to call it, it's the number one American drug, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Acceptable one. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Nowadays, there's a few others we could probably talk about in different episodes. Medicinal. Love. There you go. <laughs> exactly. yeah. There you go. But Kevin, Sydney, it's been a little bit. It's been a year. What is new with you guys? So we just been growing the business, been been serving coffee, been serving ammo out the window, um, just kind of you know just plugging away and and trying to every day grow and and do something um, better than the than the day before. Mm. I mean, so like give give us some updates on on what we got going yeah. on. It's new. Yeah, I don't know. We we don't stop. Honestly, we are getting into a lot of new things. I mean, every day, like. We don't have one regular day. I mean, every day we're just like jumping into a new pursuit, doing something to grow the business. Like, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later about all the new stuff that we've got rolling. I mean, just in a year, I can't even believe that we've been open for just over a year and just, it's insane. But That is fantastic. Yeah. yeah so you're not cool. just sitting on your laurels and saying, this is what, no. this is our core, this is what we're going to do. You're branching out and doing as yep. many things as yep. possible. Yeah, we know you have to grow. If you're not growing, you're, you're dying. Look, I, I got a quick that's, question for you too. I got to know. Who, which one of you two or both, or will you say the other one made a, who came up with one caffeinated caliber at a time? I absolutely <laughs> love That's a really good question. Yeah. Uh, Maybe joint effort? Yeah, I think it was oh, a lot. A lot of, honestly, say, yeah, no. Way too yeah, politically yeah. correct. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, wait, well, let me, let me set the scene here, guys. You guys were sitting in the middle of the wilderness. An eagle <laughs> flies down. It drops in a desert eagle. Pistol. And that's where go. that's how it started. That's One exactly. right into a cup of coffee. Right there. there, Just yeah. so there was a, yeah. a lot of that, actually, honestly, a lot of that creative stuff and a lot of the other things that we've done, um, branding wise, that we really didn't think we're gonna catch on. I like we talk about it like who who came up with the name, who came up with this kind of stuff. Um 
it, it, we were just sitting in the office and we just, I like rattled something out. We were filling out a paperwork to do the, the LLC and we're like, what are we going to call it? And I was like, Americano. And then it kind of just rolled from there. So mm. it's, yeah. it, it's actually taking its life of its own. You know, it's funny because we ran into a lot of type of different business owners, and especially in my business, transportation business over the course of way too long of a career. By the way, <laughs> you run into all kinds of people. But the one thing a lot of people skip is the importance of the branding. They come up with a good product, a good service, something that you can center their LLC or corporation around, but they forget that they've got to have, lack of a better way to put it, a hook. The product is definitely the hook, right? Caffeine is certainly a hell of a hook. Yeah. But on top of that, if you have something that brings people back, something they can remember, I mean, I, I'll never forget that. That, that tagline to me I don't know. It's just perfect for what you guys do. It really is. We didn't even know that it was going to branch. A lot of people just call us Ammo Coffee. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. We They just kind of skip out on the Americano. Where we're like, oh, no, we're Americano Ammunition Coffee. They don't want to say that. If Ammo somebody Coffee. asked me, I would not know. I mean, I've been there a million times, but I, I would not know that first part. What are you say saying? What, what are you, you know everything about Americano Ammunition Coffee. Come you on, know what bull. I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. Don't the whole thing. Jeez. Yeah. It's like, do you call me Christopher? Oh, hold it. Nobody's supposed to know me. I call you, I call you Chrissy. <laughs> Chrissy. Chrissy. You call me Poppin' Law? No? Something Poppy like Bowl. Anyway, Poppy a, Poppy weird, Poppy a weird, Poppy weird segment sure there about uh, the personal <laughs> lives of the wolf and bull. Uh, no, Kevin, Sydney, can you provide our listeners and viewers with some information about your guys' background? Just some insight into your lives. I guess the background of of us as a family and as of the business, really. Uh, my dad has been um, an entrepreneur his entire life. He's owned a bunch of different companies. He's done a bunch of different things. Um, uh, started out in like the 7-Eleven business when he was really young uh, with my grandpa and then um, moved into owning a, a parking lot sweeping business and a baseball stadium cleaning business, all sorts of stuff. He just, whatever... Um, Whatever way he can make money and provide for the family, that's what he did. So for me, that's kind of what I always grew up with. And um, I worked uh, a few different jobs. I worked um, like blue-collar jobs for a while. And um, and she was a software engineer for Intel. Yeah. I mean, she's had the real job of the family, like of anybody. She's the, she's the most educated. She's the smartest. She's the best of, of the entire family on, um, that she married into and after COVID, right around COVID, we realized that none of that was for us. Mm. And we kind of just decided that we were going to take um, our journey, our life into our own hands and, and see if we can make it better than just kind of slaving away from somebody else um, for years. And I think that that's really what sparked us to kind of be where we're at today, um, only a few years down the road and, and not having real jobs. I mean, as, as most people say, we, we run a coffee shop and, and it's, so it's, it's kind of crazy where it's all progressed to. That's exactly right. Um, but kind of, I guess the background too, and just how we got into coffee. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know what you talked about kind of in the first show, but you know, just the background with, with gun shows. I mean, I married into a, again, like a very entrepreneur family. Like my, my family's not entrepreneurs, right? They're very corporate. Like you work the job. Right. They like grew up where you stay with your company for 30 years mm. and that's what you do. Right. But, um, I'm just different. I mean, I grew up or I married into this family that I, I see that, um, especially like my father-in-law or other, our other, um, part owner of the business, Jamie, he's just, 
I mean, just the risks that he's willing to take. I mean, it's just inspiring to me, honestly. And I'm like, I love that. I love being able to just jump into something and just risk it all. I mean, that's, that's really cool to me. And it, every day is like interesting. Um, yeah, he works so for yourself. So there, was there a point? Because you came from a background that would not indicate that. Yeah, right. So was there a point that you... Like, oh my God, like, where are we going? And all oh, just a tipping off. point. It was just yeah, like, exactly. Flip. There was some kind of threshold. It was like, <laughs> I guess if I, yeah, if I'm going to be with this family, I better jump in. Yeah, um, I think I. It was probably the gun shows. Like, I, I got really kind of involved in the gun shows when I just kind of saw, you know, what was going on and, and this business being ran. And I was like, oh, I think I can make this better. Like, especially just like with my engineering background, like with my like meticulous like data driven kind of analysis side of me their family's not very like that so i'm like oh, okay <laughs> hold on i need to look at these books i need to do all this back back end work for you um so that's kind of what i did um and i kind of inserted my family or myself into the family in that way into the business and then you know once once they kind of saw what i was <laughs> what i could do i guess they held on and now we're just that's doing awesome. businesses and stuff you know, um, yeah you heard it first right here patriotism and american freedom <laughs> is what is what started this gun shows i love it that kind of brings up another question that i have because I, I know obviously as a business owner myself uh there is a there is a little bit of self-doubt that some people have did you guys ever experience any self-doubt or maybe imposter syndrome early on going in like any <laughs> think, of that i i think we talk about this uh almost every day in in some kind of fashion either like serious or we joke about it or we um, but yeah, no, I think that that for us is, is for real because, um, we, we don't know what we're doing. We're, we're, we're figuring it out as we go. And every day we come across a new challenge that we haven't thought of or something that we weren't expecting or, or just another progression of problems, right? You, I think as, as growing a small business, you, in the, in the beginning, you get to a point where you're so worried about what you're doing. Like for us, it was opening the doors. It was actually serving the coffee. We knew how to get the coffee, um, the recipes uh, and all that kind of stuff, but we didn't know how to actually execute it to where you hand out a drink out the window. And then like in our first couple of months, we realized that we were there and we could do it and we were comfortable doing it. And we didn't think that everybody was always going, wow, they're just faking it. Right. And then, but then then you get comfortable and then you realize that when you get comfortable, you aren't growing. And then so the next thing comes along where you have to figure out um, what it is that you're doing. So I think imposter syndrome for us is, is like a daily thing. And you learn quick, too, that, I mean, does anybody really know what they're doing? I mean, <laughs> being in no. corporate world, you, you just know that. act like it. Right. And, and exactly. Think, and that's the thing is, is if, if you can sell it that we're the best coffee shop around and, and, and we have the best. Now, don't get me wrong. Our coffee is delicious. Mm -hmm. We all know. It, it is. But, uh, but if you can sell that point, that's really a lot of, of the battle. But you know, it's not just whether you're the best or not, because that oftentimes is a subjective thing, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's understanding inside that you're commanding an experience of some kind, right? That's the key right. to me and on almost anything people do. There's, there's a way to brand yourself, and that branding doesn't have to necessarily do with, it's great that you have a great name and a tagline and all that, and product is excellent, and you're always looking to improve that, but there's something additional to that. There's a little secret sauce. There's something that you right. put into that stew to make it really flavorful, right? And right. I, I mean, that's got, you two, right? We've, we've got a, a family friend that um, uh, owns a winery in Wilcox, 
Um, and he basically says the same thing. He's like, yeah, everybody's got, they grow the, the, the same grapes in the same region in, in, in five acre plots next to each other. There's really not much difference. It's the experience. Mm-hmm. It's how you sell it and it's what you do. And I think that is the, the raz on the thing is, is, is us. And I think that a lot of um, our success as different companies that we run is that. And I think it really boils down to it's family more than anything and I th- you guys know that just as well as anybody doing Nerd. what you're doing right? <laughs> but i think that that really is um it, it's what sets us apart and it's what makes us special and i think that that's been a, a great part of our success is is doing that a lot has changed in the last year where are you guys in five years <laughs> mm, i know big questions <laughs> to me yeah. like i've got some questions over. guys five years five years Wow. Well, just, I mean, you're the engineering I, side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Player. Big picture thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just in the, so this one year with us being open for one year, we've already, I mean, completely expanded into another business, meaning like we've, we've bought a roasting business. So now we like solely roast for ourselves. Kevin roasts all of our coffee. We have other customers we roast for. We open an entire roastery. Um, we now have the trailer. So now we do mobile events. We're looking for another location, right? So we're, we're expanding significantly. I think five years is tough because um, we're kind of wondering what the industry and everything is kind of kind of do with the mm-hmm. um, economy and everything. But so that's tough um, in a sense of kind of pinpointing that. I, don't, well, I, I, I can tell say. you people don't give up their coffee. No. Right. You know, <laughs> they, they, no. they might go that's to true. places to try to find it less expensive. Right. right. And so the price point's always important in anything we do. But you yeah. made an interesting point when you were talking about this collectively between the two of you. Most things, if they're an actual product, start out as a, a commodity like everybody else. You were saying this about the grapes. Every, matter of fact, manufacturers in general, you go in and buy a television set. The likelihood is that one of there's probably a manufacturer that makes under a whole bunch of different labels. Mm-hmm. Specs are a little different here and there. The roasting's slightly different, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, there, there's more to it than that. There is. So I think as long as you guys have a unique experience in the growth thing, I know that you can get over your skis quick on. I know that mm-hmm. from personal experience, right? Mm-hmm. We had huge expansion in, in one of my businesses for the first five or six years of its, and in, in then, uh, then we had a lot of bumps in the road after that economically. But that was probably, it sounds like you guys are differentiating yourself. You're going mm-hmm. into other avenues. That's important. Yeah, that's that's kind of, like I said in the beginning, my, my dad did whatever he could do to make money and whatever he could do to make the most amount of money. Mm-hmm. And that has made our mindset for what we're doing. So not only do I have the, the wedding venue and the event space and, and that portion of it, the coffee shop, um, which sells directly to the customers. I have the, the roasting business that um, not only cuts down prices for us, but also diversifies me into into other aspects, right? Like, let's be real. We, we kind of talked about this last time. Coffee is a not really, a, a in the political sense, it's not really on the right. It's usually on the left. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's Starbucks. It's, it's these different kind of stuff. Um, we kind of segmented ourselves into this spot of we're very America, very pro-America. Like we talked about last time, you know, you see things through an American lens. Um, but how do I 
also capitalize on the other people that drink coffee too. Well, I sell coffee now to different coffee shops in the center of Phoenix and mm. in odd places in south part of Tucson that it's diversified in us in, in that realm. And I think it really, because of our experiences and where my family comes from, that is a, is a good thing because um, if something changes in one of those, at least we have the rest of it to kind of balance us out. Certainly yeah. broadened your base a lot. Exactly. Like that. And that's, that's, I'll sell a cup of coffee to anybody. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't care who you are. Like um, yeah. that's capitalism at, a, at its finest. Right. So um, that's, that's really given us a different perspective on how to run business too. Uh, we don't want to get focused on a, on a specific lens of only being who we are as personal people. Right. But we want to, to broaden our, our, our view of it so we can sell to everybody. Know your audience for sure. Yes, absolutely. That actually spawns a, an interesting question for both of you guys or all of you guys. Do you think that that is the future of business ownership generally? Because when I think of business ownership when I was younger, I think of someone having, okay, you know, I have an energy drink and that's all I sell. And now it seems like everyone has to have four or five different cookie jars that they have their hands in at any given time. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I think part of that branching off scenario that's kind of two twofold. One of the things you guys are doing is you're going to new, into another aspect of the same industry mm -hmm. because you mm -hmm. see that you're buying something from somebody else that you can actually create yourself. So there's margin there to either capture for yourself or pass along to your customer or both, depending on, or broaden your base like you're talking about. I mean, that that's hugely important. Yeah. Um, but I think the other aspect, you talked about energy drinks or you could go into a grocery store and see 15 kinds of ketchup and mustard, right? All these different flavors. And you'll see one that's there for six months and then it's gone. They're experiments, right? And, and I, I think it's real important to understand your core competency as far as your business is concerned, but also understand that you can't sit on that. You've got to continually experiment on where to go next. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the wrong rabbit trail, right? That, that's my take. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I think that's very true. I think there's some stuff that we've realized that like that that's not going to work, or um, that's now you know and we got to kind of change and flip and 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 keep. Um, I don't want to say chasing the dollar, but that's what we're doing, right? We're trying to find what what is going to be profitable and what will work for the specific climate. You know, um, I I don't think that. I think that the future of business is kind of diversifying and doing a bunch of other things, um, getting, you know, nickels from a bunch of different things rather than quarters from one. Right. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of, that kind of makes it how it Can is. Talk about like the ammo, how we're getting into that now. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I've always wanted, of, yeah. I've wanted to know about that. Let's, uh, let's so as of like 24 hours ago, <laughs> we purchased out a, uh, um, a company that manufactures ammo. He's one of our vendors at the gun show. Um, he wanted to get out of the ammo retail side. He just wants to produce the ammo. Hmm. So we are now in the next, I don't know, hopefully like three to six months are going to roll out Americano ammunition ammunition like our own privately labeled mm. we're gonna do the same thing we did with the coffee mm. we're gonna we're gonna bring it in house and we're gonna do mm -hmm. it and um i think that that is another way to get some of that margin exactly. and then and then also like lost leader like let's drop our prices a little bit lower now that we have the room to work in there mm. and let's see if we can you know sell more volume and, and do that and that's the evolution of of our business is uh constantly it's it's always always evolving at a rapid pace, and it's almost like um, 
I explain God is he's he's like bumpers on a on a on a bowling alley, and he kind of just just lets you <laughs> kind of get down there, and that's kind of what it feels like for a lot of a lot of our businesses that it it just um, we just kind of go where we think it's gonna go, and that's part of the experience. It's part of how we how we came up with a coffee and ammo shop, and just in general. I mean, what do you what do you think about that as as an outsider, like into the into into my family? Like, is that not how we operate? Like, we just kind of <laughs> yeah. wherever the wind's That's blowing, exactly we go right. with it. That's and, exactly right. I mean, yeah, I, they're just very like very faithful family, which I also mm-hmm. like really admired. Like coming into this family, but they, especially when I mean, I mean, sometimes tensions are high. It's like a family business, right? Like mm-hmm. we'll have massive family feuds, right? <laughs> Essentially, but you know, we just will literally stop and pray, you know. And honestly, that's we'll just get again like led in the right direction that we're supposed to go to, and we kind of just have this feeling like, okay, this is where we're supposed to go. And we start to, to like you know go somewhere else, right? Stray a little bit. We just get pushed right back and we're like, okay, you know, maybe this is, and our coffee shop, it isn't just about coffee, right? We have like such a bigger purpose. Like we're just trying to be like, I don't know, like a voice for people, right? Like a place where people in a, in a society that doesn't allow you to really be yourself. Like we're, it's more than that, right? It's just more than honestly a cup of coffee. And and I'm hearing a much bigger vision coming out of this. I'm hearing hearing the five year plan right now. She's yeah, Yeah. she, she really is. She really is the one who who kind of drives that side of like, what are we really doing here? Like, and um, I'm, I'm just the guy that kind of figures out how to get it done. Right. Like that's my role is like, like how do we roast coffee? Okay. Kevin's got to learn how to roast coffee. I learned to roast coffee and tomorrow it's at 6am. I'm going to go roast coffee for 12 hours because that's what we got to do. I get her done. She, she is the, the, the big picture, the thought process behind it. And it's, it's cool to see that come together. It's a good compliment to each other. As well. It is, and like so, we come back to the how the dynamic between a husband and a wife. I, I think we're like the polar opposites of each other. I'm the I don't take notes and I don't do anything. I just kind of listen, and she's the one who's on the computer and can summarize the entire meeting. And those two things combined together uh, really make for um, I think an unstoppable team that we kind of created but the the husband and wife dynamic is well, it allows is you to, it allows you to fill kind of the gaps for each other right isn't that mm-hmm. you know it's so funny because you know i watch a lot of sports and stuff like a lot of us do you're probably not doing it while you're roasting coffee <laughs> but but, but no fires. Know, a lot of people will focus on trying to correct something that a player can't do well and the real successful coaches are the ones that find out what the player does well and they promote that. Yeah. They nurture that, and they help fill the gaps around that by getting other players to compliment. They compliment exactly. What you're doing. And yeah. Totally yeah. true. Yeah. And I think that that really is part of our, our big success. Um, with it's the two of us plus my dad. So he brings a, a completely different thought process than than we do. Right? He's he's older. He's had experience in business, and he thinks of stuff that that we don't do. And the the three of us put together really kind of it, it's a pretty cool thing and then you add uh like i said my mom is my other business partner in my other business and and our my sister works for us in the coffee shop he mm-hmm. put us all together and um it's pretty unstoppable sometimes it's really crazy though <laughs> sometimes it's really annoying and sometimes it's tough but i think that uh we're really blessed for the situation that we're in let's dive into let's dive into that just for a brief moment how do you guys balance because i know you got a lot of plates spinning how do you guys balance the entrepreneurship part of your lives with the family 
R and R part of your lives. Yeah, that's R and R. Yeah, guys, I'm coming in with the hard hitting questions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wish I had some R and R. That would be probably good for us. It's just work and more work, and we can't wait for our daughter to be old enough to work. No, she's 19 months, going on uh, 16 when I can hire her. <laughs> yeah. We do a pretty good job at kind of. I don't know. I mean, we never really turn off the the business talk, right? Because you can't, right? I mean, especially in a like when you own a business or you're, it's like your life revolves around it as it should, right? Because things change. You don't just shut off at five o'clock. That just doesn't happen. Otherwise, you can't grow. Um, but I think uh, I don't know. We we're just we're so different, but we're very compatible in the sense of like we we're, we're truly our best friends and like we love spending every second with each other. So that really helps a lot because you have to really like to spend time with your significant other if you're in business with them or it will not work. One other thing you said a moment ago though yeah. about this bigger picture thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Tell me if I'm right or wrong about this, but my guess is that the, the family relational part of it is always better if there's a particular goal that you're both looking at together, right? Because, you, you know, when spouses, apparently, when spouses don't, they have separate careers, separate goals, that's fine. It works mm-hmm. for some people. Yep. But if you're doing something together, you got to be goaling for the same thing. Then it's not, those talks aren't always work. They might be fights once in a while, but they're not always work. Right. I think that that's, that's absolutely true because um, once we realize that what we're doing is like, <laughs> We just talked about this before we came over. Um, what we're doing, it doesn't always feel like work because it's just life for mm-hmm. us and how we and how we integrate it and how we make sure that we're both doing the same thing, trying to get to the same spot, so that when she's pushing really hard on on you know doing the the book work and stuff, it doesn't feel like it's spending all of our Sunday working. And and when when at the end of the day it is like today's I I'm, we're going on day like fifteen of like not having a break I mean and it but it doesn't feel like that mm-hmm. and I think that that's um, it's really special mm-hmm. I think it's really special and I think that um, being able to do this with her is um, kind of like the biggest joy in my entire life is being able to to not feel like I'm working every day even though I even though I am. Man, you're putting points on the board with all these kind of one point, two point. No, but kind of to your point, I think like the ha- having the same vision is really important. I think sometimes we do differ on that. Sometimes yeah. I have to kind of pull him into mine, right, or he'll have to pull me into his, right. And it, that's that's something that we probably like weekly probably get together yeah. on and like, okay, what is our vision here? Like, are we going to the same thing? Do we still want this? Right. Cause that's important too. Sometimes things change and you're just like, do you want this anymore? Like, are we both as passionate about this or do we need to go somewhere else? Do we need to like change it up? Do we need to go get normal jobs? <laughs> are, <laughs> right? are you trying to say there's compromise in relationships? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. is, what's that? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. last famous last words of every man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> compromise? Oh, that's that's really good, guys. I think you know. I think from what I'm getting from it is there's a lot of um, malleability. There's a lot of being able to take whatever comes at you and mm-hmm. you know, hopefully catch it, <laughs> but not let it you know blow you away. So I think that's actually some really good, uh, really good advice as a as business owners. Uh, but I would love to jump into this. Is an interesting question that I, I played around with uh, with Beowulf. So please, like, bear with me on this. 
For each of you, what do you find to be the most crucial aspect to you when it comes to Americano ammunition coffee? I think the most, at least for me, the most, because I'm, I'm kind of the one that's more in the shop daily and stuff. So this is why this is, comes from this. But I think the most crucial aspect of Americano ammunition coffee of our coffee shop is honestly our staff mm. and keeping this like core staff that, I mean, we treat our staff obviously like our family because we're a family business, right? And we have family in there. But um, I mean, we, we like to kind of take, especially we have a lot of like 16 year olds. We've got one 15 year old. We've got young kids in there, right? And we like to kind of, you know, like mold them essentially. Like we're, especially when I hear about how the world is now, like how school is now, how high school is now. It's just like a different world than when, even when we were in high school. And um, I feel like our, our shop is not just like a, you know, an after school job for them, but it's, it's kind of like a place where they can like have friendship. They have, you know, we try to mentor them. What our, our manager right now, who's only 18 years old, right? Um, we're, you know, we're kind of pushing her to go back into school because I want her to have management skills so she can, if she ever wants to leave us, she can go do something, mm-hmm. right? And, and maybe we don't have the means to do that, but we're going to figure it out because we like care about our staff in that way. And they, you know, they show us that back. Right. And that's what I think that customers see. And I think that's what a lot of places don't have staff like that, you know, and they get kind of bad customer service. Cause I mean, it starts from the top, right. You have to like trickle that down. And, and I'm very, very specific on who we bring in there. Um, our hiring process is very interesting. <laughs> it's not only like cutthroat because I'm, you know, like that and you got to keep up with me, but, um, it's just, you know, we bring different personalities where I think a lot of places would kind of overlook a lot of the staff that mm. we tend to hire. I, I actually have to agree with her that the most crucial thing of Americano is my staff, is our staff, um, because we really rely on them for to do a lot and to, to get our product out. But we also rely on them to, um, when I'm not in the shop, I know that it's well taken care of. And I know that how they're going to treat a customer is the same way that I would treat a customer. And, um, Sometimes that might get us in trouble, and sometimes that that you know they have the right to back themselves up and and to stand their ground and stuff. But I think that that really is to 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 get our vision out for what this coffee shop and what this business these businesses mean. Um, I think the staff is is the most crucial part. You know, you, you've both said that in a way that that shows me that the process everybody has one is very intentional. It's it's not designed to put a number on a person, mm-hmm. but perhaps put a person on the number, and and that's that's unusual, honestly, even for small businesses to do that. Mm-hmm. Usually, when you have just the family doing it, okay, you're all your own unique personalities, and everybody's gone to a family reunion knows how crazy those can get. Right? <laughs> a lot of fisticuffs occur, but when you start bringing in outside personnel, and it sounds like you're intentionally trying to fill personality types you're mm-hmm. you're trying to mentor them you're trying to make an impact is what it sounds like to me exactly and that's that's more than coffee that's yeah. that experience thing i was talking about before that's that experience thing and that's that bigger picture thought process that we try to do because i think that um like she said like we're our manager we're trying to get her back into some college classes and do some stuff if, if she stays with us for her entire career and we grow together, I'm going to be so grateful. But if she goes out and works for somebody else or runs her own business or does something else, I'm going to be grateful because I'm going to know that there's somebody else out in the world doing it right mm-hmm. and doing it the way 
that is is kind of lost, I think, in this world mm. of this generation. See, that's that's interesting that you say it that way because normally I would see like when I hear someone say something, I'd say because they're going to be happy. But you said do it right, which I think is something that's really really important across any industry. There's a way to do something, and then there's a way. Not necessarily to do something. And sometimes I fall into the category of the latter. Because I know that you do the same thing. We both have this moment of the directions are there, but maybe, just maybe, we should just burn them. <laughs> you know? like, But here, that's I think that's really, he, really he, unique. He's talking about the... TV that went oh, up on the wall yeah. a week ago, by the way. You know? So Santa has been very kind of the wolf this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> let's put it this way. If anyone who uh, is listening uh, knows how to manufacture TV stands, we've got a, a very large TV on a too small of a stand. It's just... It's doing its thing, but we got it a three-year warranty. It you know? It's got a, <laughs> a little duct tape, a little bit... Bailing wire, it's all there good. You go. Yeah, it's a, MacGyver. I've ran into several entrepreneurs that, that take more of a a duplication or a process-oriented view on how to create, run, and then sell businesses mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. And that is not what I'm hearing today at all. <laughs> what I'm hearing today is, is in, that doesn't mean that you never want to sell part of your business or something in the future. Who knows what you want to do? But that's not what you're going into. Some people go in and say, I've got a formula. I'm going to do this process and I'm going to hire people that fit into this formula only. And as soon as it gets to this point, snap, I'm going to get rid of it and start the new thing and build on it that way. And I don't even disregard that as a, as a viable method of creating and running businesses, creating new ones and everything. But I like the approach you guys are talking about because it's people say, "Eh, we're a family owned business all the time. Yeah. They just don't mean it all the time. It seems to be like in a lot of ways, it seems to be kind of a buzzword today. And I don't mean that like, like as in like you could just say it and it makes sense in every context. I just mean it like there's a lot of companies out there that say things like, oh, we're all family. Like, and People I, know when it's not genuine. Oh, it's obvious. Not. It's very yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, if you, Unless you don't pay attention, which sometimes I don't. That's I the case in know, some places. If there's you guys have a shop like you do or a, a trailer that is around at one of the conferences or expositions or whatever you go, the shows that you go to, people when they go up to those and when they come to your window or go in your store, they know whether you care or not. Mm-hmm. People are not dumb. They can tell. Yeah. Each of you, what is your favorite type of coffee? Like coffee bean or like drink? He's going to get all Let's do both. Let's do both because I have both those questions. Is there a preferable like country specifically where the coffee comes from? And then what type of drink? An Americano can never be beat. Okay. I don't know why it's the name. Um, it is, and I like my Americanos black, like just Espresso and water and ice. Same. There it is. It's the only way to drink it. It's, it is the only way. And um, so that that can never be beat. I do like our lattes and I do like our stuff, um, but it's just there's it can't it can't be beat. Uh, and I have a, a bean actually that's at the house. I, I French pressed it yesterday. Um, it's a San Sebastian uh, Mexican from Oaxaca. It is super creamy, super delicious, and I'm really sad because I just roasted my last bit of it and had to do a different a different Mexican in the blend. Um, but that is my favorite specific coffee mm. bean. It is beautiful and perfect and absolutely delicious. You get a little <laughs> emotional right now. Like, yeah. you okay? So, okay, so, 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 so the last time we talked, we uh, we hadn't started the roasting side of, yeah. of everything, and uh, we, we 
discussed uh, organic and, and non-organic coffees a little bit mm. and some other stuff. And so since then, I have gone down the rabbit hole of learning about coffee beans and their origin and all sorts of stuff that really um, I didn't know a year ago made a difference into coffee, but is the biggest, like, the details actually really make when it comes to, like, quality coffee and roasting and beans and stuff makes a massive difference. Mm. And so... So organic and fair trade is a real... It's a real thing. It, it is. It, it is oh. a little bit. Um, okay. uh, organic is still kind of a, a buzzword, but um, very, like, I can tell you where the coffee bean, what family produced it, um, probably the, the name of the guy that picked it, mm-hmm. like, because the importer that I that I use um, is very detailed with what they do. So it actually, you can um, really hone in on stuff. So... Uh, that definitely there is a, a, something to be said about the bean that you use. I don't know any of this information. Sounds like we have a chemist on our hand over here. I, it's you sound like Oppenheimer right now. Describing. <laughs> if you split the atom of the coffee bean, believe it or not, it's yes. a massive explosion. Absolutely. Well, Sydney, what about you? What's your What's your favorite coffee? bean and or beverage or both all right well i'm not knowing as much about the beans i try to listen as much as i can i help back that's all i really do with the coffee the roast master we just got we just got business cards and he made me roast write, master roast master and i have to refer to him as roast master uh-huh. it's a lot uh-huh. what's, what's, i don't do that but. what's the name of the coffee sommelier it's like cute cute uh, Q grader. Are you going to be Q grader? That's awesome. Yes. That's cool. I just, I, I prefer our French roast. I think that's the, that's what I drink literally daily. Mm. I like Americanos too, but I have to have caramel drizzle on them. I have to have cream. So like our, all of our um, drinks at the shop that are like renowned from their caramel drizzle, that's me because I love caramel oh. and everything has caramel drizzle and that's literally because of me. Um, anyway, so but I, I love all the drinks. I've made most of them on the menu, but I just can't do all the sweet all the time. Mm. I mean, I drink coffee like too much. It's just too much. So. <laughs> Americano, caramel drizzle, that's all I drink. What about, what you? about you? No, no, what about you? You I, first. I think the very first one I got when I went in there was the Desert Eagle. Oh, yeah. Desert Eagle is really good. I become very habitual, yeah. especially if it has a little sweet on it. Mm-hmm. I like plain coffee too, but something about it. But plus, it's the name. Yeah. yeah, this is what oh, we were talking about before. I'm like, I like that name. I like mm-hmm. you know, that's so yep. it rings. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, Desert Eagle's amazing. It really is. Uh, if you guys haven't had the Desert Eagle, I would recommend going to the location right here at the bottom of the screen uh, and getting yourself one. Um, not well, not the gun, the drink. You can get the gun too, <laughs> or both. Um, both right. at the same time. Um, shoot off the gun and then drink the drink. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what? I kind of, I really, really used to love Americanos. Like that's like. Black sugar, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. if I feel like kind, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's Saturday, <laughs> I feel like generous, you know, um, I used to really, really like that. And as I've gotten older, I actually prefer espresso or, uh, what's the, um, is it affogato affogato with a uh, little bit of coffee on vanilla ice cream. Is that what it is? Oh. That is amazing. And oh. they have it like overseas. I'm <laughs> overseas. <laughs> um, they have that overseas a lot. Um, but yeah, espresso is kind of my thing. It's nice and easy. You can shoot it and burn the crap out of your throat. And then, uh, you know why he likes it? Matter of fact, oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, my I, I, this guy, he gets a drink of whatever this it is. Guy. It's just like, <laughs> this guy. Yeah. This guy. everything is not a shot. Excuse okay? me. Uh, yes, it is. That's m- my life. 
my rules. Okay. <laughs> hey, we break out the scotch shortly then. Um, that's fine. I'll do that too. Now let's uh, let's dive a little bit into um, you know your ideas and viewpoints of success because I think that's important to verbalize as a business owner. It's important to communicate to viewers and listeners and customers right, expressing something. Part of what you know, we're talking about today is to give other people that are trying to make a leap into some form of entrepreneurialism to give them a sense for what to look for, mm-hmm. what to look at, how to define certain aspects along the way. Or even as a consumer. Honestly, most you know? people are scared to death to take the step out, yeah. right? With that in mind, what do you think that success means? I think that kind of what I am looking for when I think about this of of how I would kind of see us as successful besides just, you know, like money aside, right? But um, I think that I could probably name about maybe a dozen people that have come every single day since our start, since the first day we opened, they have not missed a single day in like almost a year and a half. Wow. Every day. And there, we have probably another dozen people that come back twice a day, twice a day, every single day. I'm like, you're drinking too much caffeine. I'm worried about your health. Are you having heart problems? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think just in general, you know, kind of like the buzz in the community, like the recognition in our community. You know, I, we have people that come in and say, oh my gosh, people just can't stop talking about you. So we had to come in here and I'm like, oh wow. I mean, we don't really advertise that much as much as we should. I mean, we just have social media, but it's, you know, it's still trying to grow, right? Mm -hmm. We're just kind of slow growth on our social. Um, but yeah, it's honestly a lot of word of mouth, which, which is great for our business, but it's, it makes us happy. I think as owners, when we like hear that, right. When we meet these new people and they're like, I had to come in here. Best kind of advertising, right? It really is. I mean, and just, just people like love us, which is awesome. Cause I mean, we show them that back. Right. And mm-hmm. we're like, wow, that's, that's awesome. So that really helps to, you know, like drive home that, you know, you're kind of doing something right. I guess mm-hmm. I think that's success for me. <laughs> but I think that success for me really is more defined on a personal level. And I think that a lot of what we do is trying to grow people and to make relationships and to grow the community and and that kind of stuff. And I think that's more of a success. Um, Obviously like we're in business to make money and we need to make money. That's like what we're doing and that's how those other kind of goals get accomplished. But I think success for me is like looking at my staff and being proud of that and looking at the people that I surround myself with and the customers I have and just what, what we have and what I do on a daily basis when I'm in the shop or when I'm roasting coffee or whatever I'm doing, like thinking back, like I could be like working my job, making 35, $40 an hour doing blue collar work, working 60 hours a week and coming home and having weekends off. But like that doesn't, that doesn't seem successful to me. Money doesn't really drive my my view of that. So I think success for me is just feeling good about what I'm doing and doing it the best that I can every single day to like give her the best, to give uh, the business my best, and, and everything. I think it's on a it's a different level of thinking a little bit, but that's that's what I see as my success, and I. For that, I, I'm an extremely successful person in in my view of success. Um, even if even if we this were all to like disappear tomorrow and it all went away, I think that that I've been blessed beyond comprehension, and that that to me is is like successful. That's a really unique view. Do you think that that was 
instilled in you from life experience or from a mentor or from just general intrinsic evaluation? I think a combination of everything. I think of a combination of how I was raised, my dad's background, my mom's background, their family history, the girl that I met at 16 that's now like, you know, doing this with me and like everything. I think that's, it's all a cultivation of every life experience I've ever had. Well, you know, you guys have created something, right? People miss that when they, oh, let's start an LLC or let's start a corporation. Let's try this or try that. Or try. That's not somebody creating something. That's tr- tr- that's somebody making attempt on some whim, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it sounds to me like you have a, a huge amount of pride in your in your efforts and, and what has been created from your entire family's aspect. And that's, that's, and it's very much to be proud of. Thank you. Thank you. Like it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a really cool blessing, but no, it's, it's, it's fun over. I mean, at the end of the day, even when I'm working hard and when we're doing it, we're, we're happy to be doing it. And it's, it's fun. It's fun to, to have this experience. You guys oh, are in cool. the best business ever. Cause when you, everybody, every entrepreneur goes through and they're doing all this hard work and, and they're running low on energy and low on energy. You guys have it built in. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> just pound down another desert eagle. Yep, yeah. there it is. Sugar and caffeine, baby. Let's roll. That's awesome. What strategies do you both use to stay motivated and to maintain a positive mindset? I think focused just on the, the task at hand for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think not getting overwhelmed by with what you have to do tomorrow. Like I think I'm a day to day kind of guy focus on today's task, get it done um, and be successful at the end of your day. Like, like do more positive things to move forward than you do negative and you're good. I'm probably more long term goal oriented than day to day. Um, I think, you know, having, having goals, you know, I guess kind of compiling them, like having some sort of vision, you know, thinking about, I mean, probably every day thinking about kind of what happened today and how we're going to actually make that better, right? Not just like, okay, it went fine and we're good. No, I'm like constantly like, okay, we could have made this, you know, process more efficient. We could do this, right? Was all sorts of stuff run through my head daily, but that's kind of how so you're a review person in the course correct kind of yeah sounds like it i would say so yeah. yes Very yes good. efficiency is essentially what i <laughs> strive for <laughs> he's laughing because i mean it's like i bring that home to our lives right i'm like kevin for the, the, the way that you did the dishes was that the most efficient method <laughs> and he's like oh my gosh i thought i got you out of engineering <laughs> then a small forecast yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. you pull that excel spreadsheet please we can yeah. evaluate yes. <laughs> column d <laughs> yeah exactly oh. now, to the both of you what does ammo and coffee mean to you to me ammo and coffee means um getting up every day giving it your absolute best to grow the business and i don't think the business i think that's like a term for just like life like like whatever you do wake up in the morning and do the best that you can and be proud of what you've done and remember where you're going and that it's not necessarily about making the most money and doing it that way. I think 
ammo and coffee for me encompasses kind of my entire perspective on life. Um, and it just happened to be that it came to fruition by selling cups of coffee and boxes of ammo. I think that ammo and coffee is not only family, but I think it's honestly a stepping stone into like a different way of life, right? It's something that a community that you want to live in, right? Starting with just like our little coffee shop, right? Maybe one day that turns into like a, you know, a school or an entire community of like businesses that, you know, kind of like what public square is doing, right? Like essentially like everyone that's how you want in a community you want to live in. I don't know how else to say it, but just a stepping stone into a future. That's how I see it. And that's how, that's what wakes me up in the morning. and makes me want to go sell coffee every day. to <laughs> wow. coffee customers. <laughs> that's awesome. It really is. I mean, a stepping stone into something much larger. And of course, you can't get to much larger unless you start right right at that first square. Right, exactly. Yeah. And something so inviting as a coffee shop, too. Like, if you really think about it, right? Like, what brings people together more than just, you know? People love sitting around, discussing yes. something over a, a warm cup of coffee. Yep. Hot cup of coffee. Warm cup of coffee. It's not hot. Please come back. We will be barely warm enough. <laughs> no, but you're right. It's a, it's a environment, and like I said earlier, I think it's an experience. And you guys have an awfully good one. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's been a wonderful conversation with you guys. Thanks so much for giving us some insight into your business and your background and experience and uh, some extreme levels of knowledge in relation to coffee roasting that I was unaware of that I did not know existed. Hey, you put, you kind of challenged me the last time. You're like, what do you think about it? I'm like, I don't know what I think, but I'll get you an answer. Well, I was, there's your answer. I was a little afraid to do it again, you know? <laughs> but it's been a wonderful conversation. What is the best way that our viewers and listeners can support you guys? Check out our, our shop if you're you know local um if you're not yeah social media our website um you know reach out to us tell us if you want us to come to a place near you wherever you are what city you are we'll bring the trailer out there we're trying to like look to see where we can kind of expand um yeah we're there events community events we like to be involved in a lot of nonprofit stuff we try to get back so just let us know like how we can help you too right to our viewers and listeners thank you so much for tuning in if you happen to like the content you can find us on instagram at the wolf and bowl you can also find us on tiktok and youtube and patreon and all these other platforms that will be in the content in the description and will also be on the screen uh and yeah uh we will be back again with another episode with another special guest quite shortly if you happen to enjoy this content in this episode please go ahead and give some support and love to kevin and sydney with america on ammunition coffee we will see you guys in the next one